That's so on brand for you. So on brand. Yep, very on brand. Hey everyone, welcome to the That's So On Brand podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Mann. I'm a graphic designer and business coach, and I am endlessly fascinated by other people's passions. It's our passions that make us unique, relatable, and people that others want to work with and get to know. I'm on a mission to get people thinking about their story and how their life experiences have molded them into the entrepreneur, athlete, or professional that they are today. You may not be for everyone, but you are most definitely a person that someone out there needs right now. So join me every Wednesday to hear from aspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners and see just how unique, authentic, and inspiring each person's journey is. So let's get into it. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm excited. I have Justin here with me today. How are you? Hello. I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Starting my morning with this interview. It's nice. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> it's nice to start your mornings talking about, you know, work and the week because it's it's the beginning of the week. So yeah. And it's a Monday. Good. Yeah, and it's a Monday. So that's really nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to chat. Awesome. I'm excited that you're excited. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it. Who, sure. who the heck are you and what do who you the do? Heck am I? Uh, so I'm, my name is Justin Russell. I uh, am an SEO and for people who don't know, it stands for search engine optimization. Uh, when you Google something, if you're Googling a question, if you're Googling a local business that you want to do, you actually uh, pay people to manipulate those results. It's not the ads. That's a whole separate thing. Um, you actually pay to be the most organic, the top organic result. You don't, you don't really like, you can't pay for it. You need somebody to build up your website in a way that will get you to be the number one result. But that's basically what I do. And I do it mostly for local businesses uh, and for, um, I have a whole sub brand that just does it for law firms. Um, so that's, that's what I do. I do uh, SEO. SEO is one of the main things I get questions about with my clients. For some reason, they think that I know about it. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy that I have someone that I can refer them to. Yes. Um, because and it's it's not really what I do at all. I mean, there's some connections with design and websites and SEO. There's but... more and more, as you can tell by the additional work I keep giving you. There's, <laughs> there's, there's more and more of that going on. And uh, also, I tell, oh, I, I, I tell clients that you're my graphic designer anyway. So that's, <laughs> so you're, like, you're like on the team. Yeah. It's like, I well, love being uh, your graphic uh, designer. Kristen, oh, Kristen's, uh, well, I'll, I'll shoot this over to Kristen. I'll get, I should get you uh, an email. So <laughs> it's a more official. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. So you have two separate businesses technically? Uh, technically. So, so I'll, I'll give the whole rundown on that. So I guess I can just do the whole story and everything. Yeah, that'd be a good time to do it. Uh, yeah, this would be a good time to do it. So basically, I, I started doing SEO. I wanted to, I did a bunch of marketing internships when I was in college, and they were all different. And this is that we can get into this maybe later. But I wish one thing that somebody told me when I was in college is like, just working hard and doing a bunch of internships doesn't mean anything if it's not focused totally. in a particular area. So I didn't go abroad. I had two internships my junior year, uh, which gave me like 
a really nice internship in New York City summer of my junior year. And I thought, oh my God, like I'm gonna like kill it in the job market. Didn't I like I like didn't have many offers of places to go. And I, I ended up having two and, and one of them was uh, an SEO job at a digital agency up here in, in Philly, which is where I live. And so I took up that one because I wanted to have a technical skill set. I wanted to have something that I knew that was like very technical and I could use it wherever I want it to. I could, I could focus on that. And I liked it. I had a good time uh, learning it. It was a really good company to start out. They, uh, they're called SEOM Interactive. Um, they're a great company. They taught me a lot. And I just sort of got, um, I, I've always sort of also had the entrepreneurial bug. So one day I was joking with my manager and I said, we, we could probably do our own business or whatever. And he said, well, actually, let me take you out to lunch. I have this idea. So we, so we went out to lunch and he's like, I have a website. It's called Digital Philly. It's in my little side project. I have no time for it if you want to do the sales, I'll do all the work. So that was the initially the deal. And then we got home from lunch and uh, Governor Tom Wolf got on TV and said, because of COVID-19, we'll all be shutting down. Oh, this, it was that day. We oh went my God. So that, so that <laughs> Wild. It actually worked out because uh, we because I, I had a lot of downtime, as you know. So it was a great time right. to do it. Um, we And um we started out with two clients, both of them were law firms, and we did so well with them that um, we got more law firms. So about a year in, this happened in February of this year. Oh, so mm-hmm. that was April, 2020. I started doing doing the business. Yeah. October, 2020, I started doing it full time. Mm-hmm. And then in February, 2021, so like just just recently, we, we launched Ranked.Legal mm-hmm. as our kind of sub-brand. Um, and for like, a, for like two months, we were like, and we're just doing law firms now. Cause we're like, and we're just law firm SEO. And then we had some other people contact us with really nice retainers that weren't law firms. And we were like, well, <laughs> yep. you know, it's, we don't really need to just be law firms. Let's, right. just, let's, let's, let's take on all the work we can get. So, so that's the story in a nutshell. I'm glad that, that happened because I started doing this twice but I'm, I tried to do my own thing two times in a row and I got cold feet both times um, because I didn't think I didn't trust my skill sets but I trusted my partner Kevin's skill set enough that I could feel confident selling it mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. And, and it ended up as all businesses do like you 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 know this I'm sure is that you learn a bunch of other stuff along the way so I it ended up with um, me doing a lot of the SEO too and, and Kevin doing all of the hard stuff and that's kind of still where we are Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, we're still sort of starting out. Kevin's married. Kevin has kids. Kevin can't. Uh, Kevin's not doing this full time, but I am. Right. So he uh, he has another gig, um, and he does this uh, part time. But he's still my partner, and I couldn't do it without him. So if you're listening, Kevin, you're the best. I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you for all your hard work. So. <laughs> That's so interesting that you got into it. Like, what really got you? to take the plunge was someone else being there. I mean, it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, like you said, you trusted his skills so much that it was easy for you to sell it. (laughs) Whereas when we're all starting out by ourselves, we're like, how do I sell myself? It's very, what's, what's, what's your story with, with that, the Jew? I mean, also graphic design, I feel like is a technical skill. 
it, it's a creative skill, but I feel like it, it is still very technical based on what you have to use. I got a C in my graphic design class in college. So <laughs> I, I should have gotten lower, but the teacher or the professor was very nice. So very I, nice think that, I think she liked me, but I, but I didn't, I shouldn't have done that. I remember turning in my final project, which was a visual resume and being like, this rocks. And I got like a C minus <laughs> on it. Isn't um, that so yeah. heart-wrenching? You're like, it, I thought this was good. I thought it was good. And I put so much work into it. And it was because it was basically no white space. It was very loud. Oh, busy. It was, yeah, it was super busy. And that yeah. was, yeah. And the name of the book that we had to read, which I, you might've read is White Space is Not Your Enemy. Oh, I haven't like, read that one, but I've, I've heard of it. I've seen uh-huh. it many times. That was, that was like, so it's basically like you missed the, the biggest lesson of the whole semester. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like white space is also like, like there's a difference between art school and then applying graphic design in the real world. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that busy is good or fine, but there's a lot of cases where like, you can't have that much white space, you know? So it's like, I don't know, it's good to learn all that stuff, but I also feel like I would have benefited more from having a class that's like freelance 101. You know what I mean? Like there's there's some transferable skills, but I don't know. I totally totally agree with that. I wish there was just like a day where we just learned how to do QuickBooks, which would have been nice. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Yeah. So, so back to, I, I put, I, I forked us off. What was, how did you <laughs> learn how to, um, you had your skill set, but was that hard for you? What was harder, like being confident in your skill set or selling yourself? Oh, selling myself. Okay. I, I dove like head first into in-person networking. So this was back in 2017. So I started my business August 1st and I joined, um, have you ever heard of BNI? Yep. Okay. So I joined a BNI group, which meets every single week, every, my group met every Tuesday at 7am. And so I joined that in September. So I was like, I'm diving head first into this. Like, I'm really going to like do the in-person networking. Cause I thought that was like the easiest way to build trust. And I also think what helped me was I was kind of doing half and half for a while. Like I was working full time, but for like four, four, five, six months, I was also doing freelance work. So it just reached a point where I was like at 50% capacity and I really couldn't fit anything else. in. I was like, I have to make a choice. So I was just like, I'm going to do it for six months. I'm going to see how it goes. And then I can always get another full-time job. Like I know how to do that. That was really like, calm me down. Yes. No, knowing that there's always that, um, that extra thing out there. Yeah. Was, was B and I, helpful you still super helpful okay yep I was there for three years oh yeah it was it was amazing I I don't know how I would have gotten here without it um the only reason I left is because I just got so busy like I was still getting referrals from people in the group and it's just I was trying to like build other pieces of my business and try different things. And again, like I can always go back to BNI if I want to, like there's so many groups everywhere, like globally. Um, so yeah, it was super, super helpful. I totally recommend it. It is expensive. I mean, I think it's like yeah. 1200, 1500 a year or something. Um, yeah. but even that isn't that terrible, like breaking down by it. No, but- if, if, if you get, well, well for us, it's, if you get one client, it's, it's, it's worth it. It makes totally. sense for it. Yeah. So totally. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So networking was definitely my, my biggest thing, um, which I definitely am better at, but I haven't been to a networking event in like <laughs> a year or two maybe. And I'm like, I don't need to go. It's fine. <laughs> I know. Ne- neither do I. I was doing, I was doing that. And then I, I stayed with it during COVID and the zoom things. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I ever, I started doing the zoom ones and it was so we actually did get a client out of it, but, I, but it was, Different. you, you, you missed the whole, and they tried to do the one-on-one things. Cause they're like, we're going to send you to your little rooms where you can talk to each other more yeah. personally. And, and you just get paired up with people who are like, not a fit at all. Totally. So that's, I get paired up with someone from a representative from three different banks. It's like, well, what oh, am I yeah. going to do here? <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was, uh, that's how it would usually go down. But Kudos yeah. for, for trying. BNI is something that's been on on my radar, um, but we're sort of less local now, yeah. so it's it's sort of a weird. It'd be a weird thing to invest in, I think. At this yeah, point. yeah, totally. Unless you're a very local business, mm-hmm. um, I think yeah, it's it's something to to consider for sure. So I'm interested in like what the branding process was like. Did you come in and? like Kevin already had a logo and a brand like how how has that been for you uh sort of if, if you've been to our our website our better website if, if anybody's listening is interested go to ranked.legal yeah the name of the company because that website's much better the old digital philly website needs to be redone because we thought we were done with it so we never we didn't uh retouch it up right but digital philly was the original one and I just basically did a few more brand touch-ups. So we had some existing branding and we gave it to a friend who was, I've so funny. I was just thinking about this too, because I've done two different brandings by two different people and neither of them are you. So, <laughs> so when, when the branding, when we actually did the, the, the branding for digital Philly, I had not met you yet. Yeah. Um, and then, and then ranked out legal. I figured you'd be too expensive. So, so, I, so probably. I, so, <laughs> so, yeah, that's 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 actually why. So we went to um, I went to a friend and and she redid the um, digital Philly stuff, and I just basically wanted it to look sleek and updated and different. And we have the one logo that I really like, and then I had this obsession with making like a Miami Vice version of like the Philly skyline, which is still my Twitter banner oh, photo yeah. and cool. it's also the banner photo of the website mm-hmm. so that's so that was something i weirdly was like obsessed with having and then we got <laughs> it and then i i don't know it's like it's it's nice that we have it i kind of want to get a print out of it someday but other than that yeah. it's yeah that's that's sort of as you can tell i have very basic thoughts about branding i'm, I'm <laughs> not I'm fine not, yeah <laughs> and, and, and then ranked out legal uh, we worked with my friend Monica for that one, and she and and she came up with a bunch of really great designs. And then what the one that I really liked was um, the L. It's an R and L, and then the <laughs> L goes into a um, an up arrow. So yeah, I, I really I, like it. Yeah, it's 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 great. Um, I should introduce you to you. Get along well. So yeah. she did a great job. We and just, that was the one that we stuck with, and we went with the the red and the black because uh, it's more more of a authoritative color I guess yeah. you could say yeah. and that's sort of what we were going for I know that the color red is like kind of bad in that it's like my favorite red color red. Oh, oh great cool <laughs> yeah. uh, but 
I figured that that would be more of a we were going for like a crimsony red yeah. uh, so that yeah. would more of like a law firm authoritative red dark mm-hmm. like dark colors you know uh, so that's sort of what we came up with and, and how we went through that whole process of, of getting that brand so mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you bring up you having like a basic um I don't know what your exact wording was but I think it's interesting that you say that because as a graphic designer I work with branding all the time but when I work with like entrepreneurs and small businesses they get so obsessed and caught up in their branding and I'm like literally this is the least important part of your business <laughs> like and it's yeah. weird like coming from me because that's what I do for a living but I mean you really just need to know your audience really well SEO probably plays, plays a big role in getting clients especially for you like you have to know your audience and your products and know how to communicate that and know your messaging like all of that is so much more important than having a perfect logo. And I'd go as far to say as like, you probably don't even need a logo. You probably just need like a visual system that's recognizable to people. And that's really it. (laughs) Oh oh, oh, yeah, a hundred percent. And on that branding, like it's, I'm glad that you brought that up because I I guess I literally thought of of branding as, as you know, as you know, colors and Mm -hmm. how it looks And, and people are very particular about that. And I know from, and it's sort of, I, I did a lot of like help with smaller businesses mm-hmm. that were like, like super like mom and pop shops and stuff. And they were really obsessed with it. And, and I, and I get it. Cause it's, 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 it is like your, your baby. But I think from the, I think from the get go, we were always, we always sort of understood our brand as uh, a, a, a great North star brand for us has always been um, rankings.io. Okay. Um, and I hate to plug them because they're kind of our our biggest competitor because they're the they're <laughs> okay. like the super tippy top of the law firm SEO space. Okay. But their old website was like testimonial case study, testimonial case study, testimonial case study, and that's sort of how our website is structured mm-hmm. because I that's sort of all anyone cares about. One of the things that I hate about the SEO industry is that there's unbelievable there's an unbelievable level of grifters in in the seo space so you'll go to websites and you'll see like all these charts and all these numbers and and all these like oh we've we've increased you know like like hundreds of thousands of rankings or whatever like like the mcdonald's sign like billions and billions served and, yeah. and it's like well rankings rankings are nice um they don't matter as much as visits matter visits don't matter as much as leads matter leads don't matter as much as for lawyers leads don't matter as much as cases matter cases don't matter as much as cases that you want matter and that's sort of what i always go for is it's like you want certain types of cases you don't want your phone to be ringing with like every every single divorce that happens every single like fender bender that happens so that's what we have to build towards so our biggest case study is like we had uh, six honest, honest to goodness. I got into a cataclysmic accident cases, which wow. is exactly what our and we had those in the first six months, and that's exactly what the client is looking for, and that's what a lot of these personal injury lawyers look for, right? Is is I don't want a fender bender. I want like an actual accident that happened that like needs to go to court, and because right. that's that's what they want. 
And so that's what matters to them. And so I always figured that that, that was always more important to um, us than, than some stuff that was fancy. The way that we structure our reports, it's all in the bot. We have a data studio report and then it's all in the body of the email. It's super simple. It's um, summary highlights work completed next steps. And some feedback I heard from some people early on is like, you know, when you start to take on these bigger clients, like they're going to hate this because it doesn't look professional. It's not like a big, like branded PDF of like all the stuff. And we actually have gotten more work and we've taken work from bigger agencies where they do do all that fluffy stuff. And I asked like, why are you giving us more work or whatever? And they're like, because we love the report because we understand it because we know what you're doing every month and we know, and, and we get it. So I've always loved that about businesses generally is like sort of the not, not quick and dirty, but like, it's, it's super easy to understand. Do do you know what I mean though? It's like, it's super easy to understand. It's, this is what we've did. This is what the work we've done for you. This is why it matters. This is why it helps. This is what you can expect. This is, these are some wins we've had this month. Here are some things we're still working on. And, and I, and that's sort of what everybody wants to hear. And, and those are lessons that I learned at, at SEOM because that's how their reports were structured. And yeah. I really uh, caught on to that. And um, I think that's been a huge guiding light for us and how we structured our own business. So, yeah. And good design shouldn't be complex, especially when you're working with data. I work. I do work for um, an investment company mm-hmm. and very data heavy, lots of charts, graphs, just a lot of, a lot of points to get across. And it, it can be tough because they want it to be like perfectly branded and like beautiful and just impressive to their investors. But I'm over here, like trying to do my job and make sure everything's clear. And then you have to work with like the legal side and the attorneys are like, oh, we can't say this. Like we need to make sure we do this. And just trying to work with everyone and make sure everyone's happy mm-hmm. can be really difficult. But I think the quick and dirty language you use is perfect. I mean, I think that works for most people. And that's why I do a lot of work for small businesses in Canva now, because I can set up their templates. It's super simple. It's good for them to just like hop in and make edits themselves and change like quick things out. Um, Because in design school, they're like, it's your job to make everything perfect and beautiful and branded. And like the client shouldn't touch it. And that's so far from wrong now. It's just so different. Um, from 10 years ago, um, there's just like an inundation of information and with social media, like things are getting shared and created like so quickly, like within hours, you know? So it's, it's, it's a difficult industry, but I think you have the total right attitude. And I'm not surprised that people are switching to working with you because you can make something as pretty and interesting as you want, but really it's about getting the message across um, that they they want. Yeah, and 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 what you do is really important, and that stuff is very important. Is getting everything uh, pretty and branded, and I've given stuff to you to do that for stuff that we do because because I'm I'm super bad at that. I guess what I meant initially is it doesn't obfuscate your work if you're not if you're not doing your totally. job, and, and and that's sort of what actually happens is people are point to all these nice charts and, and stuff and and it's it's not 
results driven and it's it's more fluffy um yeah. but but when you have the good results you should make them presented well and totally. and, and that's sort of yeah I, I came to you to visualize a whole a whole um article that we wrote yeah so it's and the last time yeah so yeah. <laughs> good that's good news <laughs> um so you actually I always ask people about their pet peeves but you just said one so mm-hmm. I'm interested in how social media plays a role in your business do you guys do any social media marketing i mean do you talk about your business on your personal pages like where is that line for you in combining like business and and your personal life uh i'll do a quick i i sort of see i have a my whole twitter thing is for my brand but Mm -hmm. i have to start i actually just made a personal one because i have to start i have to stop interacting with (laughs) <laughs> uh with like other things that are not business related because that, <laughs> because now twitter's like oh like now we're now there's nothing seo on your timeline because you interact <laughs> with all these other things so now i have to like get a good list together mm-hmm. and that's a whole thing and and but i've met so many people through twitter and twitter's been like probably the best tool for it's i think it's better than linkedin in, in some aspects i've met, awesome. I've met so many great people doing really cool things and uh, like we met our business consultant through twitter we met so many high level people through there i um uh we had a big industry dinner a little while ago where we there was a seo conference in philly and we just like sort of swung for the fences and invited all of these heavy hitters and like we got a nice restaurant where we paid for everything so that was that was really cool and i met a lot of those people through twitter that's so uh, cool. So, so that was pretty cool. That was honestly the most fun I've had doing this business so far, is <laughs> planning that dinner and, and executing <laughs> on that. So, and then Instagram, when this podcast comes out, I'll like do a story that I was on this podcast. Yeah. And then, but that's pretty much it. I, okay. I think I see my Instagram as something that's personal, but I have no posts really. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, you don't. I go, I went to creep on it and I was like, <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I, de- I, de- I deleted all of them because I kind of wanted to refresh it because I've because yeah. my most recent post was like from 2015. So I've like <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I need to redo this. So I, I, I have the one post and I'm and I'm gonna start to do more, but I see that as more personal and then Twitter is professional mm-hmm. and LinkedIn is professional and and that's that's pretty much it. I'm gonna start posting more and doing more stuff because we're um, it, I think I'm in a stage where I'm still doing a lot of uh, client work and sales and the sales is more direct, yeah. but we are currently in the process of hiring a project manager. Oh, sweet. So that'll free up. Yeah. So that'll free up a lot of my time for doing more social media stuff, which, you know, you talked about earlier you struggled with promoting yourself. I'm, I'm not looking forward to being like, look how great, how great I am folks all the time on social media and just like swallowing it and being like, I guess I, this is my life and that's fine. That's like part of the world we live in, but I, I, it's just not something that like suits me well, but that's, it's fine. I'll, I'll do what I have to do to eat. (laughs) (laughs) in the door. Well, the way that I want to, my business coaches framed it in the way that I frame it to people that I work with is you're not selling yourself. You're just communicating what you do 
So the people who need you, who are like desperate, who are like, does anyone know an SEO person? Can anyone help me do Mm -hmm. this? Like, so they can find you. So it's less about like, I mean, clearly you're making money off this, but it's less about like the selfish, like, look at me, look how good I am. Look at what I do. This is my (laughs) business. It's more about like, Hey, I do this. And if you need my help or, you know, someone who needs my help, then I'm here and I can provide Mm -hmm. X, Y, and Z. And that's always how I frame it because in the beginning I'm like everyone says it's about selling yourself but it's really just communicating what you do so people can find you who need you yeah I I I, I agree and I think that I guess it's <laughs> graphic design is much cooler it's like <laughs> I, I was trying to think how what's like a more a better way I can put that but I it's flashier I, it's it's better it lends itself better to the medium i think totally totally uh, it's yeah. visual and it's yes. kind of more tangible in that aspect whereas yes. seo is kind of like a it's a concept people don't really understand so it's hard to sell them it's on pre- it it's pretty ethereal uh yeah. in, in a lot of ways but also you also do this thing you do um the entrepreneur thing and, and you talk about your experiences and your experiences with clients and um you have your Friday talk, Friday thoughts, uh, threads <laughs> yep. and everything where you, where you, where you put some of those in. So, so that's really cool too. And I think that that's very helpful. And, um, uh, I would love to go more in a direction like that. So, yeah, you can cool. do a little of everything. I mean, part of the reason why I started this podcast is so people coming on to the podcast and people who are thinking about starting a business understand that you don't have to be this like perfect uber professional like super impressive person to get clients you just have to be yourself and attract the people mm-hmm. that you want to attract and part of doing that for me has been through instagram um but i didn't do that until probably i quit bni which was like three years so for three years of running my business i was not mixing business with personal stuff on instagram it was just personal mm-hmm. um so it's been an interesting trajectory of events because now I'm like in a totally different place with that than I was in the beginning. I was like very against doing anything business related on Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like, it's interesting that you're on Twitter. That's like literally the only platform I'm not on. I know. But I, I feel trying, like I, I could be. I was trying to find you this morning, actually. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to add Kristen when I'm, when this is out. It, Twitter is a tough one. Twitter is good for if you're focused on it, it easily can get bad. Twitter yeah. is also the box. And I, how I described it to my dad is imagine if in the 80s, somebody told you that in the future, there will be a device that you can listen to and in it, you can hear everybody's fears and anxieties being shouted back at you <laughs> all day long. And that's what Twitter is. And he still got one. True. So <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was trying to he's keep like, him away great. from it. Yeah, he's like, sounds great. Where, where do I sign up? So, <laughs> but, but that's sort of, it's bad for your brain, I think. But so you have to stay focused. I got introduced to lists, which is helpful. So lists is, keeps it focused for you. So oh. you can get a list of like just SEO people, just sports people, design people, whatever you oh, want to nice. like read. Because yeah. it'll always, it'll always they'll always tweak it to what it to like something funny or something eye catchy like like everything oh, yeah. says. are you on tiktok yet <laughs> no i i have a tiktok account that i just like look at <laughs> when i need like a break because i all my tiktoks are like 
funny animal videos and like uh-huh. silly things like totally not business related at all but yeah I've, I've thought about it it might be it might be the best algorithm ever oh so I know I I've, I should, I've heard yeah so that's also a, a big huge debate right now in the SEO uh, community is is TikTok the future of SEO probably well it <laughs> it depends I don't know I want to say no because I don't want to have to learn it. And also it's Same. stupid, but, uh, but I, but for some things it definitely is. So for things like, and these are like things like how to fix uh, a faucet, a leaky faucet, totally. how to, you know, um, like cooking correctly. and baking yeah, cooking stuff. Yes. All that yeah. stuff, which was already kind of a lost cause on, on Google anyway, because everybody knows that it sucks. Everybody probably right. adds like Reddit to the end of their searches because you can get into the thread. <laughs> what I do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did it this morning. So it, it, and and like and that's a whole another thing about SEO is that everybody knows that like there's a lot of it that because of us, yes, because of because of my my profession, Google sucks now because it's spent because we we've spent a lot of our time at competing for each other. That you find these unique little ways to do it to the point where it's not the best result it's going to be number one it's whoever's the best at seo is going to be number one right and those people sort of are bereft of creativity at some point it's always the same five websites um uh her street media owns 88 percent of all of the top 10 search results whoa so they own a ton of websites but like it's 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 probably lower than that but it's close to that and they're they did this whole uh viper chill i know is at viper chill on twitter is <laughs> but he's a huge seo guy and he did a big study of all of the search results across every industry and he found that 80 percent of all of the top 10 search results are owned by websites that are owned by her street media so i know uh i'm in a good spot because <laughs> i do local businesses right and and i think that that's gonna stay on google for the most part yeah so we'll see but that's a big that's why i wanted to ask you because i'm like i think i should be and i'm just holding back the like once we get our our, once we get people hired to do the actual client work i'll have no excuses and i'll be on every social media doing everything so i mean i i I tell my clients this too because they're like should I be on Facebook? Should I be on Instagram? Should I be on Pinterest? Should I be on like all these things? And I'm like, you don't have to be an all at once, right? Like choose one, two, maybe three that number one, you like, because if you're going to put effort into this, you should like it and enjoy it. And it should feel like somewhat natural or good to you. Not that you need to know everything about it, but you should enjoy spending time there. But also like, where are your clients? Not that you can't, like, I always use this example, like a local plumber probably isn't going to be on TikTok, but that doesn't mean that they can't be. I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know a lot of plumbers on TikTok, but if there's one that's like really funny or interesting or teaching people how to do things like cool, then be on TikTok. But at the same time, like you don't have to be, you know? Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know there's like give and take and in every everything you can make anything work really 
Yeah. And there are people who that that's very valuable to them is, is something, is something visual. So like a local mm-hmm. plumber, I would tell them SEO and Google ads. And that's pretty much it. Cause yeah. you're going to get so much value out of just doing those two things. You'll get no value out of doing Facebook ads. And if you don't do Facebook ads, no one's going to see your posts right? because that's how Facebook works. So if you're really, you could do exactly what you just said, if you're funny to it, but I, I, the, the, the issue is, and you know, this too, is that they're also very budget conscious. Totally. So it's like, should I be on Facebook or TikTok or Instagram or, you know, it's like, well, you know, it's going to cost you certainly for, yeah. And you might not get anything out of it. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting interesting ever-changing world i don't think we'd be having this conversation about tiktok like two years ago we might have been no. i don't know oh, but maybe. probably no. not <laughs> no it's like that cringy thing you always see on the youtube ads yeah and the like, youngins <laughs> yeah like the, the, this is this is never gonna take off i see oh yeah but it's it has and everybody's everybody has it so yeah it's wild mm-hmm. so what has been like the, I know we've talked about you not loving selling yourself, but what has been another like big struggle in starting your own business and, and doing this full time? Oh, you get it too. And you put this perfectly earlier when you said you were like 50% into freelancing and, and you're like, oh, if it doesn't work out, I'll get a new gig yep. as a full-time job. And I didn't think I could do that for a while because I, but now I feel like I could, yeah. but the the biggest the biggest struggle by far the biggest thing to get over is uh the fear is well this could all be over tomorrow yeah and and then i have to get a job and i have no money and i also like sort of made the leap when i maybe probably shouldn't i i uh did it very quickly and maybe pretty rashly and i was like (laughs) well recklessly (laughs) <laughs> I was like, well, I have about three months of salary in my savings. Mm-hmm. So that gives me three months to get, get my shit to together. Get, to do, get three months to replace my income with yeah. this. And it worked. But, and, and, you know, there's, there's, there's a bunch of other factors to it. It's like, I can always move home with my parents. Yeah. I can always do X. I can always do Y. And I ended up picking up a bunch of like little projects here and there um, for a couple hundred bucks each until we can get the retainers that, that, um, helped us but uh, honestly that was a huge struggle early on was just the anxiety of like when's this going to be over when's everybody going to find out that i'm not actually good at this mm-hmm. um but that but that but that's like not true we were, we're very good at it i would actually i'd take us over any seo company any day of the week and i, and I mean that and but that yeah. took, that took a long time to come out come around to that and know that i meant that and know that we could we could actually kick it with established businesses so that is because nowadays i'll look at um like websites that we're getting from like like eight figure agencies and i'm like what the frick is this <laughs> who, who 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 greenlit this yeah like who H1? let this happen <laughs> yeah who, <laughs> what, what what's what's what is this so that's uh we had a lot of big confidence builders along the way we had like a low ball purchase offer from somebody mm-hmm. which was really cool that's cool and, and so there's been a lot of little things like that that help build confidence but that has been something that is i mean I, i'm saying too much about it but really it really took up so much of my mental real estate for definitely the first year and oh God, then, yeah 
and then all the way through getting my first client. I remember when I got my first big client, like huge retainer, I took it like a stress nap because I had no <laughs> idea what, what was what we were going to do. And now they're <laughs> our best client and, and, the, and like they love us and they keep giving us more work. And so, but you know, and that's, that's it. I'm going to stop talking about this now, but that's. <laughs> no, you sound like me. I mean, I remember the first six months of doing this. I felt like I didn't sleep because I was just dreaming about failing every single damn night. <laughs> I was yeah, like, yeah. I'd wake up and I'm like, I'm so tired. I was failing all night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was tough. Yeah. yeah. Like the imposter syndrome is, is real. And every time you like level up or you do something kind of new or a little different, like it, it comes back and it's never yeah. as bad yeah. as it was in the beginning, I'd say for me at least, but there are those moments where I'm like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. Um, and you also bring up a good point about like you had options. You're like, I can move in with my parents if everything else fails, like mm-hmm. starting your own business it's definitely a privilege. And I feel like I don't talk about that enough because there's so many people like influencers and people who are like, just go for it. And I'm like, you can't just go for it. Like I had six months of living expenses saving saved before I went for it because of that reason, I was terrified of failing. And I'm like, I, I can't just depend on my family for everything anymore. Um, so I, I, I don't talk about that enough, but I want to make sure that I'm very clear that we both know that this is a privilege for sure. I'm so, so happy that you brought that up because I get so upset when I see things like I, I had a hundred dollars and in my savings and and, and, and a website. And now it's, and now I'm like bringing in like $8 million a month at passive income. And it's like, you're you're definitely not yeah it's like i i really want to make one of those like twitter threads like that where i'm just kind of like um my parents helped me pay for college my parents like sent me to like i went to a private high school i like could have could move back in with them anytime i wanted they were my first client right they're they're our lowest paying client which i'd point out (laughs) because i because i do know some people who are in the space who are like my dad owns like who's your biggest clients like well my dad owns a chain of like these shops like oh and, it's, and, yeah. <laughs> and so i <laughs> i don't want to like call yeah kind of but like <laughs> but in some way but in so many ways like i want to make a thread like that where it's like it's great that y'all are like doing your thing and it's like hard and i get it but like i've had unbelievable levels of like privileges given from my parents and like totally. things i've been able to do and and like i i was like you know, definitely at least born on second base, like not, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, I'm not getting like a billion dollar inheritance or anything, but it's like, but definitely like made so many sacrifices so that I could do this and, you know, live this cushy life where I work for myself and in my desk, in my room. And you know what I mean? It's, it's a whole, uh, I feel very strongly about this. So I'm so glad you brought that up. (laughs) I I had a feeling you did. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why, but I just have that feeling. So, yeah, I like I had student loans, but I only had like 25K in student loans. You know, like I have friends who had like a hundred thousand and they're going to be paying that forever because the interest is so stupid. We can go on a tangent about this, but I I know I could. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's important to talk about, I think. I I, I think it is, too. and, And that's why it's important to like 
and we should work on something like this. I don't know. I've thought about doing like um, free consulting for different types of businesses or like people who are genuinely actually trying to do real, real shit with like what they have. And um, yeah. it's just something that I always want to come, come back to. And I don't want to bring that up because it's just an idea and it's not like I've actually done anything good for like, like people who are up more on, on like the lower end business owners and things like that. Unlike some of your other guests who are very inspirational and do stuff like that. <laughs> So that's what we all do what we can. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on it. I mean, working I've had it. an idea too of like doing like scholarships to people who want to start their own businesses and, and stuff like that. Oh, that's, that's also so cool. been on my mind too. So maybe we should talk offline about that. Yeah, for sure. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So those are all like my business focus questions, but okay. I have the like fun, weird, interesting ones that everyone loves. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> let, let's do it. These are the ones that I was actually prepping for. So. <laughs> these are like everyone's like I don't have to prep for all the business ones but like all these questions I have no idea I have to sit down and think about it um so the first one if you were a car what would you be uh I'm not a big car person Me I, it's okay <laughs> I, I I have a 2014 Honda Civic and I love it and I oh, great car it's the, it's perfect and I don't <laughs> My friends are like, oh, when you when we get a lot of money, like, what a car are you gonna get? I'm like, I'll get a nicer Civic. I'll get, <laughs> I'll get whatever. I'll get a the- hybrid Rav Four. Like, I was, that's I was my like, dream car. <laughs> the Rav Fours are so cool. I was like, you know what? I was like, you know those 2019 Civics where they had the cool rims. Yeah, they're fancy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's like my. It's like it's like 2030, and I get a 2019. <laughs> Civic. It's amazing. But uh, yeah, so that's sort of. How about, how about you? What's your answer for that? I, I always say my car, which is a 2018 RAV4. Um, I don't know. I, I You probably feel the same way as I do. Like, not I'm not a flashy person. Mm-hmm. I want to have some flexibility. Like, I can drive wherever, but I also want to make sure I can, like, off-road if I have to. Like, mm-hmm. something that gets the job done. It's approachable. Yeah. You're more, nice. than, you're more out there than I am. I'm, I'm in a part of like, you seem like you're in a, you're, you're in New Hampshire, right? I'm um, yeah, I'm going to be in a week. By the time this comes out, I will be in New Hampshire. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, but, but, but I, I, you're more like, uh, out there than I am. I, I live in a part of Philly now where I, and, and you used to live in Boston too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or is that where you currently are? I'm, I'm North of the city, but I was in Boston for like six years. Okay, well, I'm in a, a place, a part of Philly now where I can take the train everywhere or the bus oh, nice. everywhere. And that's sort of been my, what I've been doing, but I still, so I'm not, so that's another reason why I'm not a big car person. So. Yeah, that's cool. I've had people say that they're not cars. I had someone say they were a boat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, I like that. Cool, yeah. Creativity. Look at that. It's going to be like weird because it's going to be like a podcast like where Chris is just talking to herself, it sounds like. <laughs> oh my god okay so next question is like along the same lines i always phrase this and people have trouble with it but has there been a time where someone said like wow that's so on brand for you or wow that's so you or this reminds me of you something yeah okay so i texted some of my closest friends this question this morning (laughs) and i got back terrible answers and if and if and if if they're listening to this i mean it your answers were awful you're the worst Uh, you're the worst and it was so they all, I'm not kidding, all four of them said this, and I texted them all separately. When I, 
when I was in college to save money, I had my like little college job where I was making like a hundred dollars a week. And my, what aside, when I stopped getting the meal plan, I would make, <laughs> I would make penne and I would put Frank's sauce on it. And I, and I, I like Frank's sauce and Parmesan Brutal. cheese. And I still do that, like for like a, a like as a fun thing that I sometimes still eat. They all <laughs> said that. They all said hot. I call it hot pasta. They all said hot, hot pasta. <laughs> I love Frank, so I'm I'm kind of yeah. like that sounds good. <laughs> well, give it a shot. Send me a picture. Let me know how, how you like it. You can you probably can imagine how it tastes. It's it's really well. Not like that I special. sometimes make things just so I can put Frank's on it. I'm like, what do what what do I want with my Frank's? <laughs> yeah so that that's that's an answer that i got um that's something that's i guess is on brand for me i'm i bike a lot um that's something people i do one bike trip every summer at least so this summer i did the katie trail which goes across the state of missouri oh cool Um, yeah so i do at least one of those my big one well i when we graduated from college me and a few friends did the whole pacific coast so from canada to mexico oh my god that must have been so cool it was amazing it was the best thing i've ever done and i so that's why i sort of make it a thing i do it like a, a week-long one every summer uh so i've done like a loop in the adirondacks i did that one Love and then, the adirondacks yeah last year i did um the cno to gap trail gap to cno trail which is pittsburgh to dc mm. highly recommend that one it's beautiful and it's the longest uh off-road trail in the country so it's wow yeah yeah so that's that biking is another on-brand thing for me i would say that's cool yeah that's very cool what Um, what's the furthest you i mean how long is the the one on the west coast that you did how many miles i think think it's 1800 miles that's a lot of miles yeah it was a lot of miles it took about a month wow yeah it was fun though yeah that's Um, amazing yeah uh one thing that feeds more into my entrepreneur thing is that I always do sort of have a million ideas that I'm always <laughs> running by people and and that's sort of I think more along the lines of like being an entrepreneur is that that impulse to like have a new idea or want to do a new thing oh all the time I know that so well do you yeah <laughs> that's how the podcast started <laughs> <laughs> I, I just the other day I was texting somebody about like how we should do a podcast but there's a million SEO podcasts and they all have the same four topics and it's stupid so I was like, yeah. well, we, want, we should just like get drunk and do the podcast. And that should be, and that, and that would be like, that would be a new twist is like, we just have it at like 5 PM on Thursday and we just, yeah. and we just unfiltered. Start yeah. That's sort of, and then I was like, well, law firm clients, I don't know if they like that, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. but, but that's something that's more, uh, more on brand for, for me. What, what's your go-to answer for that? Um, I, I think of my life in buckets. I mean, I think people would probably put me in like the hiking bucket, mm-hmm. the the reptiles and small pets bucket. Yeah, you have the gecko. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's over there somewhere. Um, oh. I don't know. Just like silly, like silly comedic things. Like if I could have any job in the world. I would want to be a stand-up comedian. Not that I'm good at it, but I just, that just sounds amazing. Like I just love know, right? laughing with people and making people <laughs> laugh. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know, That's but cool. I'm also like, I always have a million ideas. Like I, I had a major headache the other day and I was like, what helps me is when I like put pressure on my head 
and I was talking to my boyfriend. I'm like, we should invent like something that you put on and it just like pushes your skull. And he's like, should we? <laughs> like, we're not doctors. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, sell helmets that are like one size too tight. And they like, <laughs> really? Deliver. Yeah. And then I was like on Amazon. I'm like, does this exist? And it like kind of exists, but doesn't. I'm like, well, the fact that it doesn't exist probably means that it should. <laughs> do you do you do a thing? Do you do this thing that I do where I like come up with an idea and I don't look it up because I know it's going to be it's, I know it's going to exist and it's going to make me sad? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> I have like a notes thing on my phone where I like write random things down like uh-huh. I just randomly get like t-shirt ideas <laughs> like just like <laughs> random things and then I'll come back to it like a month later and I'm like nah that wasn't good not not a good one <laughs> <laughs> no that was, that was pretty bad uh <laughs> it's, it's so funny to say you want to be a comedian though because I that would be amazing um we have this running thing I don't think it's ever gonna happen but we keep saying one, one of my friend groups like uh, we're all going to go to an open mic and do a, a type five. So I have a notes on my phone of like bits for my type five. Oh yeah. My brother but asked I, I me like... to be his best man. Cause my last name's man. And oh, I'm like, you're great. letting me do a speech. That's like my dream come true. <laughs> that's great. And you get the best man speech, which is always better than the, cause the uh, maid of honor speech is always like bride. You're so awesome. Well, he's gay, so they're both going to uh, be amazing. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Awesome. It's just, it's just, I'm sure you've noticed this trend, too, where, like, the, the maid of honor speech is always like, bride, you're the best. And best man speech is like, let me tell you all the ways the groom sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's brutal. I know. Yeah. All right. I'm interested in this answer, too. So sure. tell me a childhood story that's on brand for you. Or like what you were like as a kid. I knew this question was coming. So that's why I brought up that, that a million ideas thing. This is so weird. And I remembered this this morning uh, when I was thinking about what I was going to say. And when, okay, so this is so weird. When we were little kids and, you know, you would like gym class and you were like in first grade, second grade, third grade. And, Best times. So, and so we would do like dodgeball and, and yes. like little the flag after the flag things like that (laughs) yeah so I had this weird thing where I would ask the teacher if I could name the bases (laughs) that is so weird I love it if I could give the bases a name like if they were like a physical place I'm like (laughs) this one is the city and that one is like the field so I (laughs) so that so that's a and they were always very nice to me. And they were always like, all right, everybody, like Justin's going to give the bases a name. <laughs> so why is that so yeah. funny? I don't know. I, I don't know. And I, 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 I just remembered that I, I used to do that. I, so I, innocent. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like, a, like this little six-year-old boy walking up, like this one is called, <laughs> is called, um, uh, Main Street. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> crying oh my yeah. god they're like just let him do it it's fine it's harmless well, there's a bunch of other like six-year-olds who are like i don't know they're probably they're like it. can i name it why does he get to name yeah it? oh I, I guess that might happen i don't know i, I forget that would have been my reaction because i was a brat <laughs> <laughs> that's so uh, sweet yeah, yeah you creative the, brain you've been the girl who bullied me 
<laughs> probably yeah <laughs> my brother's three and a half years older than me and i was absolutely the bully and he's like oh, six yeah. feet tall and i just like beat up on him it was brutal <laughs> my, my, my my little sister was the same way slash <laughs> slash is the same way she's 26 yeah. now and is still kind of like that but like she's she's like she's obviously like getting better at it like you can see that she wants to like say something and she like stops <laughs> so i know how that is <laughs> yeah yeah like we had um i got into a really bad car accident oh, no. with like the car that so my my parents got a car where that we could all like share it and so i got into a really bad car accident and, it, and the car was totaled and oh, no. like, my sister just never let me forget it for years <laughs> because like she was, ruined like, our car <laughs> was deprived of a car because You're like that- i almost died <laughs> brutal and, she, and she's like not my fault you crashed our car and it was <laughs> that's such a sibling thing though I know. I know but i'm sure you were a great but you're you're probably your brother's biggest defender oh yeah right oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no one touches that guy <laughs> except, except <me>. for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say so much mean stuff what's what's your answer for that is uh, a childhood memory i'm sure you, i'm sure um. I, i'm having this conversation with you i'm sure you have it on like every podcast this happens but no i don't i mean i have one episode that i probably talked about it um i got, I got halfway um i got half i got like 75 percent of the way through the last one and like halfway through the one two weeks ago so okay yeah was, no yeah. i didn't talk about it on any of the recent ones i don't think i i just always say i was like super independent like mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the things that my parents always make fun of me for is like they'd try and hug me and I'd be like, don't touch me. Like I was like, so like into bodily autonomy at like five. <laughs> I was like, so ahead of my time. It was very weird. <laughs> I'd be like, you don't own me. Like I was just like very aggressive. Uh-huh. I'm like a lot less aggressive now. I don't know. I, I just, I used to be a lot louder and like shrill and like mean and like cutthroat. But now I'm like, like you were describing your sister. I'm like, take a deep breath let's see like what I'm really feeling yeah because most of the like intense feelings I feel come from like fear like fear of losing something or fear of not being enough or so I just like take a step back and like sometimes take like an hour or so before I say something take a day because yeah I used to like get in really bad arguments with like my parents and my my dad's like very conservative and my brother and I are like very liberal (laughs) Mm -hmm. and now we can like talk and and talk it out but um yeah, growing glad. up in that house was interesting sometimes <laughs> yeah uh i i definitely relate to to that in particular um but uh yeah so what do you think has been the biggest thing that's gotten you to the point where you're like where where you're more what, what do you remember a moment where like you dropped a lot of that or you were just sort of like i feel different or i feel like i don't need to fight about this Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of it had to do with going to college and just like meeting people that were very different from me. I mean, granted, the college I went to was like rich white people, like very, very close to what I grew up with. I went to Endicott College, which is like a small school in uh, Beverly, Massachusetts. Okay. So I didn't go very far. I was like Mm -hmm. an hour, not even an hour away from home. Um, College I went to was closer to my parents' house than the community college. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I went to St. Joe's in Philly. Okay. So, yeah, grade school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that definitely played a role, but I also was in a relationship with someone who was just like 
totally like emotionally abusive. And I think once you go through something like that, you're like, I can't like I can't control everyone else's lives and reactions. Like the only thing I can control is mine. And it's not going to make me feel better or like help me if I'm like freaking out all the time. So I, I think I just was like, once I released the idea that I could control anything, that was yeah. super helpful. I mean, some things are worth standing up for always, because if we don't talk about hard things, then change can't happen. But for the most part, I'm like, the bad you don't people need will to scream about everything. About <laughs> yeah. The bad people will always be trying to change the hard things. And but yeah, you got to stand up for them. But but yeah, that's and, and that's in that way. I, I totally agree with that. Like a a whole it's I think that's sort of what being graceful is right is is that's what grace is generally is being like a boat and you're and you're on the water and like you're gonna be fine and like water's gonna get choppy and like but you can control where the boat goes right can't control the water right but you can control the boat and and I, I think that's sort of a an analogy I've been thinking about a lot lately yeah that's a good one Mm-hmm. I like that too, because then you can talk about like or think about people who are like in the water and helping the people or not helping. Or, yeah. Like, oh, see, there's a lot that goes into that. My creative brain is like <laughs> yeah, spiraling off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good but, one. Yeah. All right. So the last question. Yeah. Even though I've laughed enough already, but when <laughs> when I say the funniest thing you've ever witnessed, what comes to mind, or like just a funny, funny story? I'm just I love people's sense of humor. I think it. Oh man, that's a lot about you. Uh, oh, there's 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 a bunch of like <laughs> funny stories. I like like a funny story from my life or the funniest thing that I can that I can connect that I can think about, like or or both or one or whatever, whatever. you want. Can be recent, can be old, can be anything. Oh man, uh, <laughs> there's I don't know. I I think I think about like sometimes I. I like inside jokes come back and like oh yeah i think that whenever I, whenever those come back i remember like suffocating laughing so hard at some things and like <laughs> so i'll, I'll give you this is a good one one came to mind is um there was a uh this is so stupid in, in college uh there was a there was a truck that would work on our the street where our house was and they made our life awful because they were out drilling all day <laughs> and they were um and they ripped up the sidewalk and uh it was really loud all the time and they left in big mess um and it was and they were called the savali brothers was like the name of the, truck the, name company. Of the company yeah so the running joke was that the savali brothers were a construction company by day and a pizza place by night <laughs> like, the savali brothers <laughs> and so and so there's like a million riffs off of that like um uh, I'm making the meat. I rip up your streets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not at the boss. I just make up the sauce. <laughs> and something about it was like, hey, it's the Savali brother. <laughs> well, you're making something that's wicked annoying really funny. <laughs> right, exactly. So that was that was sort of the, uh, that was a big running joke that just always killed everybody. <laughs> like a, Look who's here. Yeah. And we did like the Mario thing. Where it was like, it's me, the Savali brothers. <laughs> like, it was like a portal senior thing about it. It was funny. <laughs> That's definitely something that, like, if it happened now, you could make really funny on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I'm wearing like a little, yeah, like a little pizza chef outfit. And, like, oh. 
out in the street shoveling <laughs> hot pavement. <laughs> oh, I love that stuff though. Yeah. That those are the videos on TikTok that I just get sucked into, and I'll be like for thirty minutes. I'm like, what's going on with this truck? <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's just, everyone can connect to it. It's like low ball, you know. <laughs> exactly. Do you have a favorite TikTok? Like this is the. I mean, probably. I'm trying to get one yeah. on the spot, but I'll send you mine when we're when we're done. But it's okay. Great. It's, it's the two. It's it, it came up through Twitter. All the good ones like always trickle up through Twitter. Oh yeah. So there, there was there's one that's like I, I have to send it to you. I can't. Okay. <laughs> Verbal TikTok. It's, I can't <laughs> wait. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, thanks for having me. And uh, this was this was so much fun. I agree. It's been a chaotic morning, but it was good to start the work day like this. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cool. Amazing. Well, I want to give you time, like let people know where they can find you or follow you or connect with you. And I can also put yeah. everything in the, the notes. So, yeah. So um, if you are a any type of business who wants uh, some SEO consulting or uh, if you want us to work for you, uh, our law firm website is ranked.legal. Um, I would recommend going through that website. So it's the website name of the company ranked.legal. Um, that's what I would just because the digital affiliate website is not that good. So go through, <laughs> go through that one. And if you want to contact me, email justin at ranked.legal. Uh, and I'm happy to uh, take a look at your site for free. Uh, and tell you my thoughts on it. I'm uh, follow it at just Russ SEO on uh, Twitter. And I drop my little things in there and that's fun. So um, that's a, that's it. Cool. Well, awesome. Yeah. I am so glad we were connected through one of your clients. Mm -hmm. So random how like the world works, but it is. I'm so glad that that we were connected. Me too. And 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 we'll have more work coming up for you soon. We're in a bottleneck right now, but we'll be working together. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we were connected just personally too. So, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It's been great to it's connect. Been great. It's been great. <laughs> I feel like I, we know a lot more about each other. Yeah. Chat. Yeah.